know, they've got a very ferocious group that they have a lot of motor in them. They don't give up on plays. They're constantly trying to chase down the quarterback. They feel like they get beat and the quarterback steps up and they're right there. So they do a good job. Their rush patterns and their games within their D lines. You know, it's a really, really good group. And then you throw that in with the back end that they got. It's a pretty special defense, so we're going to have our hands full. When you're building that fabric during the season through different challenges, adversity, the journey, that's what you lean on in situations like we had tonight. And we'll have to do it going forward, quite honestly, because it doesn't look like we're getting any healthier. If we don't execute, guess what? We'll be going home. Since I've been a rookie here, every year in the playoffs, we have fallen short. And I know what happens when you fall short. Some guys, it might be their first go round on this team. I tell them the same thing. We don't execute. We go into the house. It's just simple as that. You're listening to Jeremy and Joe on the home of the Bills. WGR Sports Radio 550. This version of No Easy Way Out came courtesy of former WGR producer Tom Sitch, who suggested this. Yeah. This this version? Yeah, this version. I know the one, of course. From Rocky, Rocky Four. Four, yeah, you know sometimes you got to drive and well, see visions of Ivan Drago. Oh, up, Alan, up, up Alan driving down the the highway with Mahomes. With the visions flashing <laughs> the Mahomes, flashing the thirteen seconds. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Although he's not going to Russia. No, when he's on that, Mahomes is coming to Russia. Yes, sure. I think this is where the the similarities end. Might be. Because yeah, it, it's not Rocky and Drago. It's no, Drago no. versus Drago. I was going to say, if, <laughs> if, if the similarities kept going, then Mahomes would win over the home fans and beat Allen. Because that's what he Rocky would turn, did. And they would be chanting yeah. for Mahomes at the right. end of the movie, which is still one of the most insane endings to any movie ever. Yeah. Well, you know, hey, they uh, they all changed. If I can change and you can change, everybody can change. <laughs> right. And they end up rooting for Rocky. Of course they do. Yeah. It's two Dragos. Right? Allen and Mahomes? Sure. They're both I mean, made in a lab. Jay Harris writes in, Rocky got kicked out of the house. Kicked out. I feel like it was he was taking an emotional dra- a lap. He was he was he was trying to go decompress. He got in his Lamborghini with the Southpaw license plate. Uh-huh. Rev that engine, pop those lights, and went for a drive. But that was after Adrian shouted at him, "You can't win!" Right. Which man, if there's ever being doubted, that's that's adversity yeah. right there. Rocky, he silenced the haters. It's a great movie. I mean, it's a great movie. You don't have to convince me. It is, especially for the '80s. It is a series of montages with about ten minutes of dialogue <laughs> in between. But there's nothing wrong with that. But an awesome. Uh... An awesome of of the fights. I mean, that's that's got to be the best one of those movies. Yeah, it's pretty good. Eight hundred three zero five fifty one eight 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 five fifty two five fifty. Asked you, Bills win if blank. Bills lose if blank. If you've got any anything on that about this matchup, it is a Football Friday presented by Tops Market. Score big savings and elevate your food game with Tops Markets. Join you us. went with the uh, TV uh, intermission report answer of run the ball better. Well, I agree with what Chris Brown said, which is James Cook. I yeah. I think in the first matchup, James Cook had 140 yards from scrimmage. He had a touchdown. Down the seam. Down right? the seam on yeah. a play that it's one of the things that Joe Brady has gotten out of this offense that Ken Dorsey never really did, which is 
using James Cook in the way we were told he was drafted to be used. Uh huh. Not just running the ball, but get him out in space, get him down the field. We've seen that wheel route. We've seen think of the the, the, the touchdown Cook had against the Cowboys, where he comes out of the backfield. It's a perfect throw. It's a great catch from Cook. He's also dropped that. He dropped it against the Eagles. He's dropped a couple right. of those great opportunities. So he dropped one against the Cowboys that nobody remembers because he played so well otherwise. Right, right. So fingers crossed. James Cook has a good day catching the ball, but I think he will be a big, big part of this offense on Sunday. Catching the ball has been very different for him, too. He had, from weeks, from the Jet game to the Dallas game, that four-week gap uh, stretch, Jets, Eagles, Chiefs, and Cowboys. James Cook, in the pass game, he had 211 yards receiving and three touchdowns. Since then, the four games since then, he has 17 yards receiving. Mm. I mean, it has disappeared in the last four games. And maybe that is just defenses started respecting it, and it's opened up other things. Or, I don't don't really know what the or is. I mean, he's dropped a couple, right? You know, the targets are still kind of there. They're not as much. Um, But if he gets going in the pass game, that will be... The first time in like a month that that has happened. So I'd like to see it happen too, but they don't need it. That's that's where I, I like where they are offensively to some respect is I don't feel like they're an offense where you take one thing away right now and they're cooked. I mean, that's what makes them, I think, a good offense is they're multidimensional. Now that, now that Shakir can produce and Kincaid can produce and Knox is back, it's more for the red zone. The thing we still don't have is like a Diggs blow-up game. Like right. he's he started to bounce back number-wise, but we we have not seen the seven for one fifty game. And for him. you haven't have we ever seen that against the Chiefs? Ooh, I don't think so. The Chiefs game this year, I'll give you his numbers against the Chiefs this year. Diggs four catches on eleven targets for twenty four yards. That it's might be one yard, of his, two yards per target. That's terrible. That's really bad. Last year, Kansas City. Here you go. There's your big game. 10 catches, 13 targets, 148 and a touchdown. Yeah, that's that's the one. In Kansas City last year, that was Diggs. Yep. But the 13-second game, he did nothing. No, very little. He didn't have to. I mean, to. he got attention, and Gabe Davis did it. Right. That's that's what's interesting. If you are the Chiefs coming into this game, you know, we talked to Carrington Harrison, 610 Sports in Kansas City, about Gabe Davis always seems to come up with big plays against the Chiefs, and that's not just the, you know, the 13-seconds the game. If they were going to take away Diggs, they feel like they have to now? Might they think, mm, they've got two good corners. Well, they might not think they have to. Or they might roll that side and say, well, the Trent Sherfield's not going to beat us. Well, it depends. They could look, you could you could get to two answers there. You could look at the numbers and say, we don't have to worry as much about Diggs. We don't have to we don't have to exhaust all of our resources right now to just stopping him. We don't have to do that. We can line up Sneed one-on-one with them, and we think we can get by doing that. That's if you look at the numbers. Although, if you're Steve Spagnolo and you're turning on the tape this week, and you're diving into the Bills in the last month of the season, the last you know eight weeks, nine weeks, aren't you coming away thinking, man, he's not connecting with Diggs right now, but they're close. There, there are big plays down the field that are a yard away from being a 70-yard touchdown. Um, you, well, okay. The question is, are they close, or are you going to take your chances and say, they're not going to find it? 
Why would they find it this week? They haven't found it yet. I, I'm going to dare them to find it again. Because Allen, if he fi- if he sees mm. somebody deep, like that's the other thing. Will they try to bait Allen into throwing deep down the field? Will it be a patient game where mm. Allen takes things underneath? You know, like it's... Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm not sure that they're, Diggs and Allen are just going to find that one yard they've been missing for the last three months in a day. It'd be great if they did, but it, it, it's 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 a good point about what Steve Spagnuolo would do. Would he gamble that they're not going to do it or would he respect they might? I mean, aren't defenses still respecting it even though it's not happening? Because they well, know what these two... I mean, isn't it the same for the for the, the Bills with Travis Kelsey? Isn't it, you know, he's not as good as he's been. The efficiency's down. Maybe there's been a, a, a lingering injury all year for him, but we are we are going into this game trying to take Travis Kelsey away because, I mean, they wouldn't do it just for the looks, but if you don't do that and, oh, you're leaving Travis Kelsey on an island with some guy and he goes off, then you look like an idiot. Right. Right? And that, yep. that would be Spagnolo. If, if he leaves... Digs on an island or doesn't bracket coverage or doesn't double team and just kind of just plays it like he's a normal wide receiver and Diggs has that blow up game. What does everybody say? How that? Why was that your plan to cover Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs? Yeah, I, I would think that they will they will bracket Diggs and the guy on the other side, Trent Shurfield. The, that we'll, we'll cover that guy one on one. We're not going to worry about Trent Shurfield. And then the middle of the field, Shakir and Kincaid. You know that's a different story. The Bills might have to win over the middle of the field. It it makes me, even though Davis has had what five goose eggs, is it five in the since Brady took over? It it makes me really think more about his value in this game. It, it, not because I would be sure that he would just go off against the Chiefs again because he's done it, but every third week we've seen him go off, and I like can Trent Sherfield have that game? Can he have the Davis game where he has four catches for 120 yards? Because everyone's focusing on digs. It's pretty hard to imagine. Me, right. Like, and that makes what, me really what think line, that they'll miss Davis. Maybe. What line would I get on Sherfield 100 yards receiving in this game? Oh, man. I mean, you Massive. Get, yeah. 